1: At Josh Eisenberg 4 on Twitter. Welcome back to Chair Shot Reality. Here we go NXT Takeover War Games in Houston. Texas what a card Lars Sullivan making his debut the Velveteen Dream making his debut Kyrie Sane making her debut in the Undisputed Era as well making her their debut at NXT pay-per-views I'm excited for this card and I'll tell you why Sullivan and Ono I think Ono wins but I think Sullivan puts on one hell of a display Cassius Ono is more established but he needs that one big push to get him to the main event level and I think he gets that but I'm excited to see what Lars Sullivan can do Alistair Black will not suffer his his first loss he will take on the velveteen dream one of the most intriguing and interesting and put together storylines that nxt has aside from championship matches in the past looking at the women's match the fatal four-way who do you pick if you don't pick amber moon where else does she go from here? Ember Moon is the one that should win the championship. Not in my minds, but creatively, she is the getting the nod for me. But I would love to see Peyton Royce or Nikki Cross pick up the victory. Kyrie Saint already has that Mayon Classic under her belt. Looking more into the matches, how about the W or the NXT Championship match having Drew McIntyre going one-on-one with Andrade Cien Almas? McIntyre retains, but Cien Almas has been the guy that has stolen shows over the past at NXT Takeover events in the match that everybody is talking about and everybody wants to see whether there's a roof or there's not a roof and spoiler alert, not a spoiler alert there's no roof I see war games being physical, being intense being full of spots but the Undisputed Era needs to win this match and they need to be the couple of players that WWE pushes to the main event level more chair shot reality coming up we talk Survivor Series predictions stay tuned
2: Chair shot reality on this Survivor Series weekend. Survivor Series, one of the traditional Big Four in WWE. I'm Justin LaBar, sans Juice Springsteen, more mumps going around I suppose in the CSR locker room. Big Four, I'll do it without them. Big Four is Survivor Series. I always complain about Survivor Series this day and age. I think it's an outdated concept. Sure, it was great back in 1989, but we're not in 1989 anymore. I've often said Survivor Series needs to be booted from the Big Four, maybe the Big Five. But here I say, Survivor Series is slapping me in the face, telling me to shut the F up. But comedy with this Survivor Series main event, Team versus Raw, team Raw versus Team SmackDown, Captain Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon, and I'm hearing a lot of complaints from the fans as they have to find something to complain about, is the age. This is not the land of youthful opportunity, at least not in this 10-person match. You have Team SmackDown, which the youngest person on that team is tied at age 37 between Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura, 37. Over on the Raw side, now that they've booted out Jason Jordan and added in Triple H, the youngest is Braun Strowman at age 34. People feeling like these guys are wasting uh, opportunities, or not even wasting, but hogging opportunities rather from people who are younger and deserve it, people that are up and coming need to shine. But look, if Survivor Series is going to be big four, you need big main event mentality. Nothing against some of the up-and-coming guys maybe in NXT or up-and-coming guys in their mid-20s that could be on Raw or SmackDown, but you're talking about needing to draw, needing to sell out the same city four nights in a row, Saturday's NXT, Sunday's Survivor Series, Monday Raw, Tuesday SmackDown. The fact is, yeah, these guys are in their late 30s or 40s, but it's because they've been around for that long and they have a proven, credible track record. And oh, by the way... To all of you complaining, I have a feeling many of you who complain are fans of, oh, I don't know, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, guys you've been waiting to see in their long-storied journeyman career end up in WWE. Well, they're here. It just so happens that they're all between the ages of 37 and 45. It's just the reality of what it is. But let's not get so hung up on age. Let's respect our elders. Age is just a number. It's all about how you perform. So, having said all that about the ages involved in this team, uh, SmackDown versus Team Raw, let's break it down and talk about the booking and who wins. So I bring in my CSR original from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Mr. Josh Eisenberg. Josh, uh, if you're playing WrestleRumble.com, if you're looking to win up to 500 bucks here by predicting what team wins, who gets eliminated when, all the fun questions that they ask,
1: what is your piece of advice? So many options, Justin, and I think you look at these guys and you look at the uh, part-time guys that are being involved, such as Triple H, Shane McMahon, Kurt Angle, John Cena even. Um, I actually think SmackDown gets the win, and I think SmackDown needs the win. You've always called it the B-Show. We've always called it the B-Show for, for reasons obviously known. Now it's live, so they're competing head-to-head with Raw kind of. Um, but I think SmackDown gets the win here, and when you look at uh, you know eliminations – I would love, I would love for Braun Strowman to destroy and annihilate everybody, but I don't think that's going to happen. It's going to be a lot of chaos, a lot of shenanigans uh, put into this match. I think SmackDown Live should give the win to guys like Bobby Roode or Shinsuke Nakamura, but I think it's going to be coming down to Shane McMahon and Triple H, and I think it's going to come down to Shane McMahon and Triple H and the outside interference of some of the heels that could really use screwing Shane McMahon to their advantage, guys like Kevin Owens, guys like Sami Zayn. It's a a plethora of talent, Justin, as you know, but I think SmackDown Live gets the victory, and I fear that it's going to hurt some of the young guys that desperately need this win.
2: Well, I don't know about young, but... uh, (laughs)
1: but Youngish. Well, youngish, the new guys. I mean, nobody's young when they look like you, am I right?
2: (laughs) Look here. There are no shortage of people to get involved and have shenanigans. When you figure Owens, Zane, and Jason Jordan are all without a match and all have links uh, to the uh, to the teams involved, the competitors involved here. But I think Raw is going to win this because they basically, without formally saying it, have said, you know, Kurt Angle, you know, you're you're going to basically be fired if you don't win. And while Kurt will eventually be removed from his authority position. Uh, and he will you know, have some more matches, whether it's against Jason Jordan, whether it's against Triple H, whether it's against both of them. I just don't think right now is it. Plus, as we look at it, the whole story, right? You know, SmackDown always was the B show. They're rising up. They hate being called that. So they've had um, the momentum. They've had the upper hand. They've outsmarted Raw and Kurt Angle for the bulk of it. Now, Raw did get finally their invasion back on the go-home of SmackDown, but I still think the story has had Raw uh, you know, on the receiving end of most of this. And I'm thinking about we all know who the final decision maker is, and I'm just thinking, Vince. At the end of the day, when he's making this call, uh, I just think that he, you know, is going to go ahead and give the nod to Monday Night Raw. I think there's more guys you have to protect on Monday Night Raw. I think, you know, you look at, you know, you look at who's on Raw. You know, you got, you got Samoa Joe. You know, somebody who, who they really are starting to pick the momentum back up. We saw him fight Lesnar months ago. Um, you know, he had some detours uh, with injuries. You got Braun Strowman, of course. So I just think that on Raw, th- there's more justification for
1: victory. You want to throw a wild card out though, Justin? I think the first person eliminated is John Cena.
2: Hey, uh, John Cena by Braun Strowman. Is that where you're going?
1: I think it's just John Cena's the first person eliminated. I think you're going to start the match with Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon for about a minute or two because the gauntlet was thrown down uh, by Kurt Angle on Monday Night Raw, and obviously him giving uh, the Angle slam to Shane to pretty much end Shane McMahon's night on SmackDown, life aside from obviously the Shield power bombs. But a guy like John Cena, he w- I-, I actually thought John Cena should have appeared On the go home show of SmackDown, um, you know, heading into it with the invasion. He's the one guy that you haven't seen, and and you throw John Cena, and I know all of his credentials, but he doesn't have, you know, a a brand loyalty. He's been on both shows since the brand split, and one of the few guys that have done that since the superstar shakeup. So I think John Cena should be the first one eliminated. I would love for Braun Strowman just to. Annihilate John Cena, eliminate him first. He's gone. Uh, the WWE Universe is in shock. You have to have a shock value for the first five minutes of this match and then work in everybody else's spots. You want to get Finn Balor his spots. You want to get Samoa Joe his spots. Um, obviously, I think it's going to take three or four guys on the SmackDown roster to eliminate Braun Strowman. Who that is, I'm not sure. But I think you need Braun Strowman to eliminate John Cena early and John Cena to be that guy that goes away again for another month or two and people question, people wonder, well, you know, what's going to happen with John Cena? What's next for John Cena? There's more to be lost, as you're right, with Raw losing, but I think SmackDown needs it more. I think SmackDown guys like Rude and Nakamura have been floundering ever since their debut on the roster. I think Randy Orton has been floundering since his match at WrestleMania, even before that with Bray Wyatt. They need the win more because I think WWE realizes that it doesn't matter what happens to Kurt Angle or John Cena or Triple H – it 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 should be more about the future of WWE, and that's what Survivor Series should be about. Will it happen? I don't think so.
2: Well, it's a bold call to have Braun eliminate Cena first, but I can get behind that uh, because they they always look to give every bit of credibility, every bit of rub to Braun when they can. Obviously, he did not beat Brock Lesnar, as, as you and I both wanted. So they got to find every every situation they can. And obviously, John Cena would be no. You know, not harmed by this, but it still would make an impact. So again, if you're playing WrestleRumble.com, they start asking you who's going to get eliminated by who and first and what have you. uh, Take Josh's reasoning all into account. We got more to talk about here on this binge playlist weekend of uh, NXT and Survivor Series here at Chair Shot Reality on Wrestling Inc. Share shot reality on Wrestling Inc. We got the videos here uh, on the playlist on the YouTube channel. If you want to just hear the audio, you can also go to all the audio streams that Wrestling Inc. has and you can just hear the nice, sultry, soothing voices of myself and Josh Eisenberg, who's down in Fort, La- Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Josh, playing WrestleRumble.com. Uh, one of the matches here, it's, it's considered a dream match champion versus champion. First time ever in WWE. And uh, it's worth a, a heavy amount of points on WrestleRumble.com. And that is Brock Lesnar up against. AJ Styles I'm just gonna go right out there and say it is there any chance that AJ
1: Styles wins this match man if you listen to Daniel Bryan on Smackdown Live I think you say there is a chance I mean Justin I'll be honest with you he's a lot better at promoting his guy than you are with Wardlow or with pretending you're Paul Heyman I'm just saying surprised you with his promo on Smackdown Live because he sounded like a guy that meant every word he said and and i'm just saying justin he might take your spot on this show he might take your spot with he
2: he sounded like a guy who wants to get a new job because he's tired of being uh gm
1: yeah he's the guy that sounds like he wants to wrestle at wrestlemania against current angle like i mentioned last month but anyway um i don't think there's a way that aj styles wins this match and um speaking with people talking with people and and getting an idea of where the WWE universe kind of uh where their pulse is at I think Brock Lesnar wins, but I don't think it's a clean win. Um we haven't seen or heard much of Jinder Mahal. Um, I still think they have some sort of investment in Mahal, maybe not as a champion, but down the road, maybe as a mid card upper mid card guy. They still like the fact that he's bringing in over a billion people in India. Uh, but I well, think I don't know if Jinder he's bring- Mahal
2: he- I don't know if he's bringing him in. they've condensed two shows in India in December down to one, so apparently they're not uh, they're not coming to the box office window in the herds. they thought.
1: You bite your tongue. The modern-day Maharaja still has drawing value in his country.
2: I didn't say he didn't, but I'm, I'm just saying, apparently they they, they they did condense from two shows to one. So.
1: Now, you're a little salty right now on gender, as <laughs> is everybody. But um, I think either he interferes or I think what you can see happen uh, is some sort of a dirty finish. My biggest question to you, Justin, I think we both agree that Brock Lesnar is going to win. Let's do the over-under, baby. Over-under 10 minutes of this match.
2: Uh, I will actually give an over to this. Oh,
1: really? Really? Because it's A.J. Styles? Yeah,
2: you know, you figure, um, as we were just reminded this past week with the the 24 WWE Network special, you know, Goldberg and Brock went, it was just about 10 minutes exactly. So, um, you know, certainly they can make this last beyond 10. Um, You know, A.J. has that ability, and I I can get that out of Brock. Uh, You know, you're right. We haven't seen much of gender in the Singh brothers, so there's certainly room to think that maybe they could uh, taint this finish. But then if we're also talking about, you know, the potential shenanigans for the 5 5 angle versus Team, you know Shane. You know, do, do we, you know, do we want to have too many screwy finishes? I know, I know, Survivor Series is known for screwjob finishes, but I think we also need to make sure we don't overbook this uh, like it's TNA Impact. So, um, I think that in this situation, you know, AJ Styles is going to be made to look really good, really credible. Not that he isn't already good and credible, but you know, this is obviously a whole different beast, pun intended. I think because it's champion versus champion, it won't be the last match of the night. And and then, but the titles aren't on the line. This is where you can get away with some type of a draw, some type of something that lets people go, okay, A.J. Styles hung in. I mean, A.J. Styles shocked us with what he was able to do. He came that close, but some kind of a draw, whether it's a double countout, whether it's a, 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 some kind of a crazy double DQ. I don't know if, the, you know, Heyman doesn't often get involved, but I think there's an opportunity here for that uh, to protect both men and their uh, championships.
1: Do, do you really think, though, and I would lean to disagreeing with this statement, but do you really think WWE wants to protect AJ Styles? Well, not to the same degree that that
2: WWE, and, and specifically Vince, wants to protect Brock, but, you know, you, uh, yeah, I, I do think AJ certainly won over probably any doubters he may have had when he came in um, the, into WWE, so I, I do think there's a certain protection. I mean, plus, you have to look at who, who else right now, unless they give it back to gender, which could happen, But who else right now is going to be you know, world champion on SmackDown uh, or is positioned to do such? So uh, I do think there's a protection value to AJ, yes.
1: And and I hope there is. Um, I just worry that there might not be as much of a protection to AJ that we hope for. Because when you look at it, I mean, Randy Orton was a born and bred WWE guy, and they didn't protect anything with him against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam last year. I mean, it wasn't champion versus champion. It wasn't anything like that. But, I mean, Randy Orton is a WWE guy. He is a guy who's won multiple world championships. So... I mean, when you look at the grand scheme of things, I would hate for this to happen, but it would not shock me if Lesnar wins in six or seven minutes and Styles gets a couple of moves in, but is just not powerful enough to overcome the beast. Look, I mean, I'm
2: the one that's made made people angry when they talked about the potential of Finn versus Brock, and I said the same thing when they made this with AJ versus Brock, which is just, you know, what offense of AJ's am I supposed to believe Brock sells for? That said... Uh, A.J. does have a lot of speed, so he can cat and mouse. A.J. does have really good kicks, so they can make the kicks look lethal and try to chop down the the tree, chop down the big man. He does have a good forearm when he connects with it. So uh, I think if they cat and mouse, that they can make it work to where, you know, once Brock does get a hold of A.J., you know, it's suplex, suplex, suplex. But I think it's going to be really up to A.J. to, you know, take the suplex, overextend, he lands on his feet. I think we saw Seth Rollins do that once before. Uh, It's going to take things... To, to let AJ keep cat-and-mousing and, and trying to wear down Brock. That's how we probably can get past 10 minutes if, if it does go to the over. Uh, but, you know, still, yes, What once Brock finally gets his hands on, once he finally corners the phenomenal one, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be vicious strikes. It's going to be the suplexes. It's going to be an F5, Um, yeah, you know, so I, I, I just – but I'm trying to give AJ a little bit of credit here. Rather than just straight-up beating AJ, I'm trying to think maybe they can find – some way uh, to do a draw again just because it's it's the it's the only time Brock doesn't have his title on the line it's the only time it doesn't have to end the show so you don't have to worry about an anticlimactic ending so uh, for those reasons I'm going to try to give AJ Styles and his fan base his loyal fan base uh, a little bit of hope we got more to talk about this is a few more uh, matches here on the binge playlist of chair shot rally on wrestling inc on this survivor series weekend Perhaps one of the most unique matches on the Survivor Series card is that of the Intercontinental Champion The Miz up against the United States Champion Baron Corbin. Unique because you have heel versus heel. Also, these promos have gotten a little more uh, hot and heavy and personal than we normally would see on our average WWE storyline and build. And a lot of it took place uh, outside of the WWE ring and in, in, in arena capacity with Baron Corbin cutting a cell phone vertical promo in his car making mention of the Miz's unborn child, and then the Miz fires back and, and 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 lets out a whole other side of the Miz. For as good as he is on promos, he let out a whole other side that felt personal, that felt like he was responding to personal attacks that maybe even were unscripted. Not saying they were, but they made us believe it, and that's powerful. So Miz versus Corbin, who wins? Well, Baron Corbin's been having some trouble with guys like Sin Cara, so I'm not sure what where he stands in backstage politics, where he stands on their future plans. The Miz... Always hot, always reliable. Just came off some main eventing on Monday Night Raw. So if I'm going to pick here on WrestleRumble.com, IC champ versus US champ, I'm going IC all the way.
1: The women's match is intriguing to me because I think you need to see the women thrive on multiple levels. You have Asuka. You have Nia Jax who's been floating around. Nia Jax last year was eliminated pretty early in the Survivor Series match. But I think the Raw women win this match because I think Charlotte... Wins the SmackDown versus Raw Champion versus Champion. You got to have equality. You got to have the women of Raw, whether it's Sasha Banks or Oscar, pick up the victory. I do think Asuka's gonna be the last woman standing. She's floating around. She faced Emma, but now is the time for Oscar to be the dominant one. She doesn't have to eliminate everybody, but she has to be the last woman standing on Raw because she is the next opponent for Alexa Bliss in that Raw Women's Championship.
2: Alexa vs. Charlotte. When you put it like that, either girl could win, right? Alexa has certainly proven herself and has a lot of credibility since coming from NXT. But let me say this way, Bliss versus Flair. Huh, all of a sudden, different story. Right now the name Flair is riding high with stock and momentum. Charlotte Flair obviously winning the title again in Charlotte, North Carolina last week. And oh, here comes Ric Flair, hot off his ESPN 30 for 30 momentum, coming out strutting crying, raising his daughter's hand. Right now, I don't see the Flayer name losing. The Flayer name could go to the bank and rob one. And well, Rick has a lot of ex-wives, so it might not be a bad call.
1: The Shield, The New Day, a match that people have maybe not wanted to see for a long time, but are going to see at Survivor Series. I think the SHIELD wins this match. I think the SHIELD wins this match for a couple of reasons. The one big reason is you have three former world champions together again for the first time in three years. And it was a roadblock, a detour, and not the pay-per-view. Uh, a month ago at TLC. You gotta have The Shield win this match. The New Day are always going to be The New Day. The only reason I see The Shield losing this match is if Dean Ambrose turns heel and I just don't think it's the right time. The band is finally getting back together and I think The Shield picks up a victory. This could be the most entertaining and exciting match because we know what The New Day can do and we remember, love, thirst, and crave what The Shield used to do a couple of years ago. Take The Shield at WrestleRumble.com. You gotta do that. Uh, Pick your choices, get your choices in, and pick the shield to win at Survivor Series.
2: And finally, it's a battle of the tag team champions. You have the Usos up against The Bar. Well, La Bar is going with The Bar. Sheamus and Cesaro. It might be a surprising pick. The Usos certainly have good momentum over on SmackDown, but I pick Sheamus and Cesaro simply because when you start to look at this full scoreboard, when you start to look at who wins in this night of bragging rights between the red red brand and blue brand, you got to make sure you keep it even out to a certain extent. I can see Sheamus and Cesaro getting a win here. WrestleRumble.com, play it, enjoy it. went up to $500. It's going to make your Survivor Series viewing experience that much more valuable. We'll be off next week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody in the United States. Chair Shot Reality on WrestlingInc.com.